0: Each week, I'll share simple proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers and advice from industry experts. Together, we're gonna work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Hey everybody, and welcome to a video version or maybe you're listening to just the audio version of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Batten. And today I wanted to share with you a little bit about our takeaways from my recent experience hosting my Mastermind members uh, in Florida. So I've been back for about a week uh, at the time of this recording, and I had the privilege and the pleasure of gathering up all the members that are inside my Level Up Mastermind group. We're a group of 15 retailers inside that group, uh, or I host that group. And, And I've talked about the Mastermind group here on the podcast before, but it was the first time we all got to meet. I've had I had a retreat in 2019 um, where we had retailers, but this was the first time all the mastermind retailers were together. So I had met a few of my members before, but oh, it was so good to meet everybody in person. So I had 12 of our members uh, come from all over North America, can- well, Canada, the U.S., um, New Zealand. It was crazy. It was so um, humbling that they would all come and gather with us. And we were in Orlando, Florida for two days, but it kind of got extended. It was funny. A few people came early. A few people stayed late. There were lots of conversations that happened around the pool and at dinner and in the evenings. And we were talking SEO in a lineup at Disney Springs (laughs) one night. It was just fun and uh, just so good to meet everybody and connect. But what I wanted to do today on the podcast was take some time to share some of the teachings, some of the things that we talked about, some of the topics, because I think they're important for everybody. And some of the the things that happened, not happened, but <laughs> what stays on the retreat now, uh, what some of the things that happened. And I also want to do a video for the first time. So I'm recording this, uh, it'll be on our YouTube channel and um, over on YouTube and in Facebook. So. Hopefully, this works out well. So, anyhow, there we go. So, we meet monthly. Our mastermind members meet monthly. We have a large mastermind meeting once a month, and then we have weekly drop in sessions, we have strategy sessions, um, dropping coaching calls every week, every Thursday uh, during the month, except the last one of the month. So we all talk a lot and we, we meet up and connect quite a bit. But I guess when you get together, it's just a little bit different, right? It's just a little bit different. And you know, one of the first things I think that everybody found out is that I am Short. <laughs> somebody first thing somebody said is, "You're shorter than I thought." So, because when you're on Zoom together, we're all the same height, right? We're all the same height. We're all like the same. So, yeah, I am short, five two. Just so you know, uh, so there's no surprises if when, if and when we meet in person as well. So, again, I wanted to share a few of some of the recurring takeaways, some of the things that we discussed that I think were really important, and I thought I'm going to bring them here and share with you. I'm also, we have an upcoming episode where I'm featuring some of the best tips and strategies that my that all of those members, all of those retailers have for you. So I can't wait to bring that all together. We're getting tips from everyone in our mastermind group and it's like real tips for real retailers that really work. So that was uh, something that I'm excited to do and have coming up for us as well. So one of the things that I realized uh, and that I, first of all, a couple of things that I realized is again, those recurring, Those recurring discussions and those recurring themes that happened during the mastermind and happens in our meetings too. And it also happens when I work with one on one clients. I see it as well inside the retailer's inner circle, um, comments and questions. And one of the very first things I always like to mention, and and remind everybody that we're all at different stages. And that's true for everybody inside the mastermind group too. So there's really, I always kind of categorize these. I mean, this isn't any kind of formal retail categorization. but here's here's what I see. This is Wendy's stages. Wendy's success stages is actually what we call it inside the inner circle. There's really three types or three stages that we go through in retail. And really any small business, uh, small businesses as they grow. The first one is, you know this and I call it the seasons of building, we're building up our business. It's the starting stage, but that could be a few years. Like it could be a while. There's a lot of things to do to get. Get your groove on, get your brand built, get, you know, get learning, get understanding your clients, your products, and all of those things, really getting known in your community. Those are the, that's the building stage and the not beginner stage, but it is the beginning stages. The second part of the second stage that a lot of retailers are in is seasons of refinement. And by that, I mean, you know, We all want more, 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 and growth, 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 and all of the things, and we're chasing those top numbers, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but really, we have to make sure that we're ready to handle that, and by that, I mean, you know, this is the time where we're, we also call this the messy middle kind of thing, right, we're swimming along, and we're doing the things, but it's finding your groove, it's understanding how marketing plays uh, such an important role into your business and it does you know it's understanding and getting comfortable with your numbers it's building your team we can't do it alone you know i Uh, teach that and preach that all the time. You know, it's understanding what marketing channels you're going to use. It's understanding your inventory, your pricing, your merchandising. This is a really big part of refinement and optimizing what we do, putting systems in place and really getting into your role. This is sort of where I kind of joke and say the novelty is kind of worn off. Like we're like, okay, we have to refine this thing if we want to grow it. And that's the last stage, not the last stage, but the the next stage of that would be the growth growth and the growth in movement you know the thriving stage and that's where maybe we're no longer running the business day to day, but or the we're running the business. The business isn't running us. We're not like all crazy pants and all of that in there. You know, we're adding revenue streams. We're really refining our product lines. We're deep diving into our ideal customers and we're doing all of that. And maybe we're expanding and growing or getting ready to sell or exit or, you know, all of those sort of next level things happen in that season of growth and expansion. And so there's, and I, and i say this because there's again retailers coming in at all different stages so some things are not right or um not not that they're not right but they're in a different a different urgency maybe is the right word as we're building our businesses so I work with a lot of retailers that are in seasons of refinement. I have a lot of retailers that are building and getting, you know, getting up, getting up there, but seasons of refinement, like that messy middle and in the seasons of growth, usually retailers that come to me and a lot of, a lot of the retailers I work with have a shop and they've been doing it. They're doing the thing (laughs) and they realize they just like, holy cow, there's a lot more to this than just this, like, how do I refine this? How do I optimize this? How do I make it this easier? How do to make it better? And um, how do I, you know, how do I leapfrog through that? I don't want to figure it out myself. So that's the kind of conversations that happened at the mastermind. That's the kind of thing that happened um, over those uh, two two days, but actually, again, expanded onto, I think it was like five days. I was there seven, and it was only one day that there wasn't retailers there with me the very first day. Other than that, we were kind of talking business the whole time. It was wonderful. It it was really a great experience. So some of the things also that were a recurring theme and some of the reasons that I love bringing people together, whether it be on Zoom, in the Inner Circle, in the Mastermind, in retreats, whatever it is, is I think it's really important for us to remember we're not alone this thing and alone and loneliness even if you have other people that understand small businesses most of the people around us don't understand retail small business and we are a separate kind of person aren't we (laughs) we're like a whole different breed we you know we have our own challenges and it's so good to connect and talk and speak with people who get it who understand us who understand what you know, who can brainstorm with us and understand what we're doing and what we're working on and get excited for us too. And again, that's a big part of why I, I created the container of the mastermind. And I also have the the bigger container of the retailer's inner circle, because I selfishly didn't have that when I was building my retail business. So again, that's why I've built those containers. And I, I just want to remind you that Everybody kind of feels alone and everybody feels that they're, even with other business owners, everybody feels that there is a place, um, there's always a place, I don't know, I guess I'm trying to say, there's always a, a group of people who don't get us, right? So it's good to have people that do get us and who understand and who, who can like fire off all these ideas with you and and understand when you talk about, you know, oh, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to organize my inventory. Bang, 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 bang. You know, all these questions are coming out. It's like, oh, that's so easy. It's so great. So I, I just wanted to share that. So I don't want you to feel alone, but it is a common, it's a common trait for a lot of retailers who are just doing the day to day in the shop. So I see you, we know you, we have built the containers for you. If you need to get out of that aloneness, you know, please reach out because that's what, I built the communities for. So it's not an uncommon thing. And again, even in our mastermind group, even though we all meet a lot and I think I felt like everybody kind of knew each other, they didn't. There's like a whole different level now. It's 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 wonderful to see. So, some of the takeaways, and again, these are some of these are teaching points that I taught and takeaways and lessons, I guess lessons learned during the session. And I've got six points here and I'll try to keep them tight, keep it tight here for you. <laughs> Y'all know I love to chat, right? So uh, let's keep it tight. But the first one up is momentum. And momentum is really important. Momentum is, um, it's hard to run a retail business. It's hard to run any small business if you're just feeling blah and like no energy, no excitement about our businesses. And we all get to that stage. We all get to that stage. Maybe we're drained, or uninspired, or maybe unmotivated, 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 to you know, or just same, same, or something, you know, or blah. Our customers are getting on our nerves, maybe, or I don't know. There's always there's this thing that happens. That wasn't something that I saw a lot of prior to the conversations, but I've been having that conversation with a lot of retailers lately, and the spark that happened when they got remotivated, and they now they have momentum and I say that again because it happens to everybody at some point in time we have to say okay like what do we need to do to get get our momentum back like to get your groove back if that's what we want to say and it it's important for us to identify that that's happening it's like okay whoa this is like not a good thing. What do I need to do? Do I need a vacation? Do I need time off? Do I need to step away? Do I just need to jump in and get excited? Do I need to call up, you know, some of my fellow biz BFFs in the inner circle and, you know, do we need to have a coffee chat? Like sometimes that's all it takes is to get your momentum back. And what I saw happen again at the mastermind um retreat was momentum was rebuilt a lot of people were like yeah like there was like sparks flying everywhere there's been like some movement you know there's been some activity and I say that like just people who are like yeah I have to get back on that marketing wheel and they just pow jumped right back in and I and I think it's because first of all we need to be excited about something in order to move forward and you know our goals and our dreams and all of the things that we are excited about they love action, right? We love action. We're not entrepreneurs if you didn't love action or, you know, taking action. So I'm just reminding you that you need to find your momentum and your, your spark again. Um, We can't also live in that comfort zone. And that's where sometimes we get a lot of blah. (laughs) That's my word of the day, blah. But you know, we can't, if we're just like doing the same old, same old, you know, and maybe we're not doing the hard work that we need to, we've been just getting complacent and, and whatever with our business, we also will lose momentum for growth at that stage. As the CEO, as the leader, which is the other thing we talked about a lot about stepping into that role of leadership into our business. And what does that mean? You know, what do you need to do to regain your momentum and become that leader and step into that CEO role of your business? So again, we can't stay in our comfort zone. We have to do the work. We have to get excited. Like whatever you need to do to get excited, we cannot get, you know, we can't get excited and cozy with strategies if we're not excited to get cozy with strategies. Does that make sense? It probably doesn't make sense. But what I mean is, you you can poo poo me and say I don't want to work on strategy I don't want to work on that stuff that's when we're going to get lose our momentum and our business just won't thrive those of you so as I record this it's the day after the last day of the Ted Lasso we just I just watched the Ted Lasso um, the finale of the show last night if you don't know Ted Lasso you should go watch it but if you don't this is still going to be relevant one of the characters inside the, the Ted Lasso show last night it's Higgins he said, you know, the, the best we can do to keep asking for help, keep accepting it when we can, and if you keep on doing that, you'll always be moving towards better. So that's, I, I found I found kind of a great quote. I love this moving towards better, and you'll probably hear me say that again. Moving towards better, meaning just, you know, get that momentum back. Keep moving towards better, and you have to be excited about that, so there's your lasso tip of the day. (laughs) Um, The second part, uh, one of the other things, number two, I guess the second thing that I wanted to bring up and talk about that we shared and spoke about in at the mastermind was revisiting our idea of success for our business and for our lifestyle. So there is a big movement. I don't know if movement's the right word. There's a big conversation happening. There's a lot of conversations happening with my clients. I hear it in other industries as well, too. But what I love, and it makes me feel really good. And if you know my story, you know, I believe in um, we shouldn't be we should be running businesses that fuel our lifestyle and our life, you know, and, and feel good. We shouldn't be wearing ourselves out and doing something that is not fun or purposeful or lights us up. I know there's always parts of our business, but you know what I mean. So what is the goal for your business? Are you like, do you have a goal? The last few years, I feel like we've been, you know, revisiting our goals, but we've just sort of been working hard at creating this thing, this business and keeping it healthy and wealthy and wise, if you will. But what is your future plans for your business? Like, where are you going with this business? Have you just created a job for yourself or... Are you building an empire? Are you building, uh, you know, what are you building? You know, are you building a brand that is building, you're building as an asset? This was a conversation we had a lot. You know, how are you building this brand, this beautiful business that you have so that it's sellable so that, you know, if if that's your plan or it's franchisable or whatever, we should be probably building it as an asset. That's usually what we do with retail. You know, the bonus around this um, is that we get to do it our way. We also need to make sure that we're building a business or building businesses or whatever it is you're doing that. Um, fuels you. And again, it's working for you and your lifestyle. And we say this lifestyle congruence. And what I mean by that is that is the business providing the income that your family needs or the income that you need from it? Is it or is it building like an asset? What is it doing what it needs to do for you? Is it, is there profit in there? Is the time freedom that you dreamed about when you started this whole thing? Is that there or is it sucking the life out of you? Cause we all know that happens as well. And at every stage of business, there's going to be different needs. And at every stage of our lives as well, there's going to be different needs. But my question to you, and it was to all of my members and everybody in the room is, you know, what are you building and why, and, and what do you need? What do you need from this business? What is the paycheck you need? What is the time freedom maybe you need? And again, that looks different for everybody. So some of us are building businesses maybe so that there's you know less time and more impact or there's um, more pro you know, it's family paycheck and you know this and this is the great, this is the paycheck we need or this is the paycheck we need or this is the paycheck we need. and I'm for those of you who are, not watching the video, <laughs> listening to the podcast. I'm moving my hands like wider and smaller, you know. So we really have to pay attention to and not pay attention to, we really have to know what it is we're building this business for and what we want from it. So, what do you want from your business now? And, what do you want from your business in three years or five years? Looking ahead, zooming out, zooming way out, and like taking a really good look at your business and seeing how it is. You know serving you and your family you and your lifestyle and because the movement that i'm seeing and what i mean by the movement or the thing that i'm seeing a lot is people actually saying out loud you know i i i want to work 10 hours a week in my store and i want to have a team manager and i want it to feed me to feed my family and pay for vacations and be this much money and you know what that's what we go after that's the whole goal right it's okay (laughs) it's okay or i have other people that say you know i'm gonna work full-time in the shop until you know for the next five years and whatever it is for you we have clients that you know who are are, have full-time managers in their shop and they are doing that thing where they're running the business and somebody else is doing like in the shop and you know and they're getting a paycheck and things are good and they're building profits and assets and they're building this beautiful brand you know it's it's possible but you have to know what you want. You have to know what you want before we can go after it. <laughs> we can't go after it like we can't plan for things that we don't know or, that we want. So that sounds silly but it's it's true. So we need to figure out the money side of it, right? We need to understand what the end goal is or the at least the direction that we want it to go into. Okay, number 3 is understanding where that money is going. <laughs> so where is your cash flow situation? So let's Let's talk about the money. Show me the money. Where's the money going? So a lot of us work on cash store, cash basis, like, and I say cash store, cash bank balance building, like whatever's in the bank. We <laughs> take some money out if there's money in the bank. We uh, buy extra things. We pay extra stuff. We hope. We hope and pray. I've got my fingers crossed right now that we've got enough money next month for. Paycheck and for rent and all of the things and to buy the inventory because we got to, you know, get our Q4 inventory in and all of this stuff that is not, you know, that's not ideal. You know that I'm I'm not telling you anything you don't know. So how do we figure that out? We have to understand where our money is going. We have to understand. Our math, and it's not complicated. I am not an accountant or, you know, gonna teach you all of the big numbers, but I can tell you the breakdown is that it's not always just chasing more sales and hoping for more sales, like top line sales. Like, I hope more people come in and buy things. There are strategic ways that we can figure it out by reverse engineering. I don't know, big word, big, big scary things I'm talking about reverse engineering what you want for a paycheck, what you need for, you know, what you need to how we're going to get there and that's how we figure out how many people we're going to get in and then we market to that i'm simplifying it but that's the gist of it so understanding where your money is going and stop chasing that top line sales you have to know your margins you have to know your expenses you have to know what percentage of your sales goes to payroll that's how you plan your payroll that's how you plan what you're going to sell what percentage of your rent goes to your payroll what percentage of your profit your paycheck All of these things, these are things that once you dig into, it's going to be a no-brainer. And those of you that are listening that are inside my inner circle or those of you that are listening that are Mastermind members or you do this already, you're kind of like, well, yeah, like we got to know that stuff. But I know a lot of you and I was one of those for a very long time. And don't feel bad if this isn't you. Dig into your numbers, get cozy. I know I talk about it a lot, but it's so important. So understanding where your money is going. So start with your top line revenue, the top, you know, 100% of your income and go look back over the last little while and figure out what percentage of your pay what is your average margins? What are your margins? You know, really concentrating on that and then looking at your payroll, what percentage of your revenue is payroll. And there's all kinds, you know, we'll pull that all through. And if you need support around that, you know what I'm going to tell you, come and jump into the inner circle. We talk about these things in the inner circle. We have a strategy session around that and it, it's it's there for you. So I want to, and especially this month, um, June and July, we are, and I'm not actually 100% sure what this episode is going to post but June and July we are deep diving into some big strategic planning. I am it, that's what's happening in the inner circle if you're listening to it in June or July of 2023 that's when I'm and we'll be doing that in the inner circle but strategy around where your money's going it's really important. my one of my favorite quotes and something a quote I used to hate and I hope you don't hate me for this but the person who doesn't know where the next dollar is coming from, Like if you don't know, if you don't know if somebody's going to walk in the door and you don't know if you're going to make some money, right? They're usually the same people that doesn't, that don't know where the last dollar went. That's kind of a famous quote. And it irritated me so much for so long. (laughs) The person who doesn't know where his next dollar is coming from usually doesn't know where his last dollar went. And that's something that a lot of us as retailers, we're so good at serving. We're so good at doing, and we're so good at merchandising and picking product and and we love on our people so much and we have a great team maybe we've built all this beautiful business but we have to know our numbers so that's where the magic happens and once we know that we can make everything else better in our business so that was a big topic of conversation inside our mastermind group um this week you know kind of just really digging through the numbers and what do we need for our lifestyle what do we need to You know, what, what, how much money do we need to make? Well, let's figure it out and how we're going to, like what our top line needs to be. So yes, we are chasing top line sales. Sales give us profit. Sales give us payroll. Sales pay the rent. But just randomly hoping for more sales is not the answer. It's understanding where every dollar is going. So I hope you found that helpful. If you're an inner circle member, get into the strategy session that is called, um, I think it's, we called it, where's the money, <laughs> where's the money. Um, uh, because that's, it's just a simple in Wendy terms. Y'all know, I don't do fancy. I don't do big, long spreadsheety things, but it, you know, and you you can create your own. We have lots of retailers that, you know, pull that out, but it's a very simple explanation of how you can figure out where your money's going and how much you need to make and reverse engineer. So we talked a lot about that and we spoke a lot about that. Money is a topic that is really important when we're in retail. That's our job is to make money, to sell things that cost money. right? So that's what we do. Okay, number four, um, really quickly and really awesomely, uh, the fourth one of the four number four that I want to talk about is branding and understanding how unique and amazing you are and it's a lot lighter than money, right? But your brand message, your image, your personality, all of the things, uh, you know, your business's personality, your brand's personality are so important. We had the privilege and the pleasure of having a guest expert come in to our mastermind meeting. Mr. Adam Blackwell, so Mr. Blackwell is how he, what he's known by uh, from New Zealand, came in. Mrs. Blackwell is a member of the mastermind and Mr. Blackwell came and joined us. Um, that He has an advertising agency called... Uh, Uh, Stun, he owns a retail business called Blackwell and Sons. It's a cycling and lifestyle business. He's helped create uh, Mrs. Blackwell's Village Bookshop, which I urge you to go check out all these businesses. Unbelievably amazing. Uh, Mr. Blackwell also owns Greytown Distillery, or distill, distill, distillation, I don't know, how you, whatever, however that goes, <laughs> along with a lot of other things. Sorry, Emily, if you're listening, uh, mess that up. But you know, it's gin. <laughs> it's a gin company. It's pretty cool. And all kinds of other things. And what he taught us and a big takeaway, and, and the reason I'm really sharing this, and I wanted to share this, especially on this episode, is this is our so This is our fighting chance against big box. This is what we do special. This is how you all know if you're listening and you're, you're small retail independent business, which I bet you are, this is how you stay unique by having a unique brand, by having that unique brand feel the same across all of the platforms, have it, you know, unique and unified everywhere. I want you to think of your brand, like, again, like a personality and making sure that everywhere as people go that they see, I mean, there was so much more he shared, but this was a big takeaway that, you know, everybody really was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like when I land on your Google page or your Facebook page or your Facebook ads or your website, does it all just scream how cool you are? Like, does it all speak to you to what your brand personality is? and he gave us a quick exercise of actually describing our brand like as if it was a person and you know just being unique and funny and whatever it is that that you stand out and not stuffy and whatever. I know none of you have stuffy businesses. That's why I said that. But just it was so good. It was amazing. And I really wanted to bring um, that reminder to you to think about your brand and make sure that your message and your image and your personality is the same everywhere is all across all of your assets. I actually did a podcast on marketing And one of the marketing podcasts that I did, and it basically talks about why that's important to have that same, like have all your assets good. And when I say assets, I mean, marketing assets, making sure your emails, the tone, all of the things that, that people find out in the wild about you make sense to your brand and speak the same. And they're not all hodgepodgey and not making sense. So hopefully that's helpful to you. Number five, I know I said I was going to make this quick and but I'm not so we'll just move along a little bit faster. Here's here's the where we spent our meat and potato time. It was about not wasting time on tactics and vanity metrics and getting real and curious about strategy and metrics. What does this mean? This gives us more predictable sales. So instead of just like trying all the new things, that's tactics, right? That's just the the tools, the the social, like different social medias and different things. Getting super intentional and strategic about sales. (laughs) So we already got intentional when I mentioned earlier about how many sales do we need? How many people do we need through the door? We should know our average order value, like all of these things. We know what we need this week to make the number. We keep score just like in a football game or a hockey game, like where I come from. We looking at the scoreboard, understanding that we need this month This is the goal we need. And where are we on that goal? Like how many people do we need to come in? That will help us push the gas. This is a very simplified version of what I'm talking about. But we worked on understanding how important Having really simple metrics in place, so building building our our audience size, if you are currently just relying on your website and some social media, so your website and Instagram or your website and Facebook or whatever, and you're like, I'm trying, I'm doing it, I'm doing the things. I don't know, I'm on Instagram every day or whatever, that's not enough. That's not marketing. That's not a marketing strategy. We need to figure out audience building like the like as big as we can and who should know you in your community. So for brick and mortar and retailers, you know, your community and how are you getting known in your community? This is part of our marketing strategy. So we're going to build a bigger audience. That does include your social media. It does include your email list, but it also means getting out and maybe in your community, collaborating, there's lots of things. Then again, we deep dive into that in the Inner Circle. Um, Come and join us inside the Retailer's Inner Circle. If you are not a member, I wanna invite you, if marketing and understanding predictable sales is important to you, I wanna invite you to come in to the Inner Circle. This is what we're doing all summer. We are getting ready for Q4. We are diving into this stuff big time this summer in the Inner Circle. So understanding how to build more people. We need as many people to know about us. We call those lurkers. Like they're they're out there. They're out there. They know about us. There's so many people in your town that should know about you. So many. And then the next, you know, sort of way we move people in closer is on having them get kind of curious about us. So that's different. There's different strategies around that too. The metrics that we measure around That, you know, we're looking at getting them in the door, like, how do we get them across the door? Like, what's the foot traffic? How many people do we need? How many are coming in? How many people that do come in are buying? What strategies are we putting in place to get them in the store? What strategy and tactics are you and then the tactics around that are you using to get people once they come in the door to turn them into um, to buyers and how are we getting them to increase their average order value? How are we like, what's the, these are the metrics we, we measure and, and we go after. So then when I say go after, it's like, we know we need eight people to come in today and we want, you know, seven of them to buy and we want them to spend this much money. And yes, there's strategy around that. And yes, it's possible for you to move the needle on that. The other numbers that we, you know, we, we look at our return customer number, and there, there's a few other, you know, um, numbers that we can make predictable, more predictable sales if we are going after them. And I see often and time time and time again, we're just hoping for people to come in the door and we think this, these magic little throwing spaghetti marketing at the wall is going to work so no we want to be strategic and this is where we spend a lot of our time taking people from lurkers and turning them into raving fans like i call them lurkers to lovers (laughs) like we have them go from being a lurker to curious and then kind of coming in and we nurture them and they get to know like and trust us and then they become raving fans allies and believers and then they become i call them lovers and y'all know i love on my people so and how do we, you know, how do we do that? And that's how we move people through. And it, it is a funnel. I guess it's a funnel. Like we're moving them from like the big crowd of people who know about us to people who fall in love with us. But we have to start with a big group of people that know about us. That's the big trick. And that's how we measure so that we have more predictable sales. We have that paycheck that we wanted when we did the math and we knew we needed this many sales in order to get this paycheck. We know we need this many people in so we get this profit margin. We know we we need this many people in so we can hire that manager so we can have time off or whatever the thing is that's important to you and the success that you want. So again, um, I've I've actually also decided over the next few podcasts, I'm going to break this down a little tiny bit, step-by-step action steps for each one of those steps, just to give you some ideas. And then we will go deep into that inside the Inner Circle. So again, if you're not inside my Retailer's Inner Circle or you're new to this podcast, I host a wonderful group of retailers uh, inside the Retailer's Inner Circle. It is a community of retailers that are amazing. We do have the mastermind. The mastermind is currently full. That's the level up mastermind. And of course, you become a member of both if you are a mastermind member. And also you can get on the wait list for that. And I do a lot of one-on-one coaching as well. But if you need help around this type of strategy and this type of support, I urge you to just start thinking about. You know leapfrogging and coming in and getting the help and the advice that you need either inside the retailers inner circle or find somebody else or find some time to, to google all of this and get it you know figure it out yourself but do take the effort like make your business better right we want to make your business better this is so much easier on you if you do it this way i promise you it's so much um it's just it's when i say it like literally strategizing and not wasting time with dumb tactics, things that don't don't work for you. And if they are working, maybe you're not measuring. How do we know if they're working? So anyhow, all of this is taking place inside of the inner circle. If you are not in the inner circle, or it's way past June and July, and you're listening to a replay of this, or you're listening to this at another time, it will be in a masterclass inside the inner circle when you're ready. So that will all be there for you. And again, over the next couple of podcasts, I plan on breaking down a few, uh, a few action steps, they're going to be quick and quick and dirty. Am I like, is that right? Is that? Is that a saying? I don't know. Anyway, quick and easy. Maybe that's a better way. Uh, quick and easy and actionable bite-sized steps. We're going to have some some really fast actionable items for you to do over the next few podcasts. Uh, I can't wait to put that together. Okay, number six. I had five six things I want to share. Number six is that takeaway from this mastermind was the community uh, brainstorming, the community brainstorming, again, by the pool and at dinner and all of those different places. It is the same thing that happens inside our retailers inner circle. I need an idea for, you know, has anybody done? What can we do? You know, I have created these containers of communities for you. So you can come into, and again, we're not You know, it's not a um, drama filled at all. And I have been part of those groups as well, too. It's literally retailers wanting to help other retailers. I I feel we've attracted. I've attracted. I don't know how, whatever (laughs) it's happening. Really cool retailers who want to help other retailers. It's a privilege and a pleasure to like be part of the communities that I've created. I'm so excited about, but we brainstorm and twice a month there's opportunities. If you can't you know it's there's no one-on-one with me inside the retailers inner circle but there are two opportunities every month for open coaching and you come on in and we have one that's called a round table and one is called open coaching Every month we do that. We also do, you know, I jump on live. I'm in there weekly personally. I also have a community manager who helps out. We also have a wonderful group of retailers that will brainstorm who are all in the trenches and doing the things that you're doing. And it's so great. Just like, again, just like what happened in the mastermind, Um, you know, when we were all together, it was like, has anybody ever, have you ever thought, do you have any ideas for, you know, whatever the thing might be. And it's so cool to see those um, relationships growing and the ideas growing. So you know, community and brainstorming and leapfrogging through all that muck. And again, as I s- mentioned at the very beginning uh, of the of the podcast, it's having people around you that get it. <laughs> we get like we get we get when it's really annoying that your whole order shows up and you have a shop full of people and your order shows up and you know UPS is there with seven. 75,000 boxes. And the one day your employees like we get that stuff, right? So we also get, you know, when you're like stuck for an idea, we also get you're like, I just cannot think of anything to do for Black Friday this year. And like, boom, 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 we're going to do some Things for you at that, you know, or what do I send my email list? We've got a masterclass on that. How do I, you know, what do I do here? We got a masterclass on that. We brainstorm together. We have lessons. We have lots of information in there. Um, I'm just really, I, I'm always trying to improve it as well, too. So we're always open to adding things for you and if you were a member of the retailers um inner circle and you want to come back we would love to have you come back we have a lot of people that had left at some point and you know then now they're they 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 have missed us and honestly that is one of my favorite um compliments when people say yeah I left I went to other groups and I'm back (laughs) and I was like okay that makes me I don't know I guess it's all about me right now but anyway no just kidding about that but it does make me feel really good when that happens as well too people say we miss the group we miss the people so I wanted to give you these tips and these strategies that you know some of the things that happened during my mastermind retreat it was so good to hear everybody talking about all these six these six things you know and it's uh it's a privilege, as I, I keep saying, it's a privilege. I'm still flabbergasted that people flew from, you know, all over North America and New Zealand to hang out. <laughs> and it wasn't just because of me. They were hanging out with one another. But I, you know, I do know that they all value the container, uh, the the mastermind group that we've built. And uh, it's, you know, that was quite flattering. And also, I think it was really, really um, important. It's important right now. We need to stand in our leadership, in our CEO role, in our leadership, we stand tall, we need to do the hard things, right? You know, like, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we need to do that work that's not always fun. We need to put the marketing hat on, we need to put the CEO hat on, and we need to do, you know, all those weird things and lean into asking for help so that we can move towards a better business. I love that saying, moving towards better all the time. There's no done, by the way, there's no done. You are never like in the inner circle. There's no checklist and you're done. It's <laughs> we're always refining. We are always learning. At every stage there's new 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 challenges, new opportunities, new Things that we have to do. There's we're never done. You're it's always in refinement. If you own a retail business, if you join the inner circle, there's no like I said, I did all the master classes. I'm done now. Nope. You're like we're still we're always like refining and not refining the classes. We actually don't refine the classes like all the time because the information is there. But what we're doing is we're always working on we're always working on things at every stage. We're always working on our systems. We're always working on our team building. We're always working on our marketing. We're always refining this is like the thing that we that that keeps our businesses strong it's not about change and changing tactics and all the things it's about being strategic and smart as we move towards a better business anyway thank you for being here thank you for listening i hope you have a great rest of your day if you have a great rest of the week as always we will be back here next monday starting next week we will have our quick quick and easy sessions for you um, to make your sales better to go after those sales. I'll be working through that funnel with you. Thank you for being here. Have a fantastic day, guys. See you soon. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week. And I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes you can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me if i can support you in any way whatsoever please feel free to reach out so thanks for joining us please leave a review subscribe if you can and never miss an episode we hope to see you back here again next week thanks my friend have a great week